Hi, and welcome back to the Odd Gaming Podcast. That podcast where two best friends talk about video games, retro nostalgia, and every single rail that we jump off of. My name is Stuart, and as always, in the first time in 2024, I'm joined by the illustrious Eduardo. Oh man, it's been a year since you've said that. It's good to, good to hear that again. I've missed it. Man, it, I've missed it too. It has been a hot minute since we've done a podcast. Yeah, just a little. You know, it's just been a little. You know what? Things happen. You know, we're back on it. It's New Year, New Us. New Year, New Podcast. You know how it goes. So, yeah, man, we're excited to get started back in this year. Kind of get on the schedule again. Uh, Got some great ideas coming up. So we're Mm -hmm. ready to get back into it. But super excited for this episode. But oh, yeah. man, how how are you today? I'm good. It's uh. I'm I'm just chilling. I'm smelling food cooking, which is uh pretty excited to eat also after the podcast. So you know, Absolutely. podcast and then dinner. It's a it's a great time. I can't argue with that. Food, food runs the world in my opinion. Oh yeah, food and video games, and that's that's, that's all it. you need. Food and video games. Heck yeah! All to that's say it. that I'm doing really good. That's basically hey, what I'm saying. You is know I'm what? It's podcast day. You've got dinner cooking. You mm-hmm. can't argue with it. Nope. I can't. What about you? How's how's your day been? How are you doing? Man, it it's still going good. I've got dinner cooking as well. It's podcast mm. day. You're gonna play some God of War after this. So no, I I mean you can't argue. Oh no, you can't. That sounds like a great day, great night. Absolutely. My hey, my night is gonna be very, very similar. Uh podcast, food, and then video games. Maybe para more than likely the exact same video game. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I can't argue with it. I mean, you yeah. copied me, but it's still fun. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, and and we actually really didn't intentionally start the game like at the same time. It just kind of happened. So I just pretty have, much. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll we'll let that cat out of the bag. So what are you playing right now? Oh, we're playing God of War, Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, woo, woo, yeah. But I, we're we're a little late to the party on it. But we we just picked up God of War Ragnarok. Uh, I've I've been playing a little bit longer than you have. I think, um, I think I'm like 20 hours into the game at this point. Yeah, you're definitely way further into the game than me. I'm like, yeah. four, maybe three, four hours into the game. So, okay, I've still uh, still, still got a ways got, to go. Yeah, yeah, that but, game is just absolutely incredible. I mean, I shouldn't have taken this long to play it, but hey, I'm getting to it now. But wow this game is incredible oh yeah no it's been the one of the best uh four hours of my life as far as video um the the first god of war was amazing and this one is so far just as amazing if not even more i'll find out like you know, I, I gotta play more oh, yeah. but i'm pretty sure it's gonna be even more amazing than the other one and the other one Absolutely. was just, I mean, the, the graphics are incredible the music's insane. I mean, the voice acting and character models are just next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is phenomenal. Uh, the action and gameplay and like the the abilities you can get and the uh, kind of progression you can make through the game mm-hmm. when it comes to upgrading armor and weapons and abilities. Like it is just there's so much to do with it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it all makes a pretty big difference. I mean, we've talked about before, I think, in podcasts where there's a lot of RPG style games or action games that give you all this equipment and they, you don't really see the benefits of it. Oh, it's a two HP bump or it's 5% more damage or whatever. But I feel like in this game too, when you start adding on better armor and adding on better runes and 
adding stuff to your character, you can really see the benefit of it. And you can oh, really tailor it to your play style really well for a non-RPG-like game. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. It's uh, one of those where I, 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 I agree 100%. Just the, the way you upgrade your armor and just weapons and just your abilities, it definitely like impacts the way the game plays um a lot so which is which is really cool it's uh one of those where when i'm up like i said i haven't played much but whenever i'm upgrading the armor all i haven't upgraded much but what i have upgraded i just kind of sit there sometimes for a few minutes just to try to figure out what's going to be the best upgrade for me and the way that i like to play or want to you know play and kind of try and experiment with different ways so it's it's fun I enjoy it, especially since coming off of like, you know, the Souls like games. It's been fun just kind of taking my time and just figuring out what I want to do as far as upgrading my character to Mm -hmm. and how I want to experience the game. So it's been it's it's been fun. Absolutely. And coming from the Souls games too, I needed something not as, you know, mentally and physically draining. Oh yeah. So this game has its challenge. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, but it, it's not nearly as punishing and I'm also not on the hardest level and hardest like difficulties. So bear in mind that, but it's definitely not as punishing and challenging as some of the souls games. So it's been a refresh refresher from there as well. Um, but I will say like, uh, I've been trying to play as much of the game as possible, like with side missions and with collectibles and we're trying to explore as much of the world as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say they do a phenomenal job with the side missions and really adding something to the story. Like, I, I've done probably six or eight side missions at this point, and I felt like most of them have really added to the storyline, have really added to the character development, um, have really just opened up the world and opened up these characters and opened up the story more than what a lot of other side missions are. Sure, you have the, like, go collect this and that side missions, but they're, they're almost like a different thing. I can't remember what they call them, but they have like one that's like, oh, go find, you know, certain collectibles or certain things mm-hmm. in the world, um, all that. But then they also have like actual side missions, which are mm-hmm. just offs of stories on different characters, whether it is Kratos or Atreus or whether it is some of the other characters in the game. Uh, I just finished up one uh, that goes with one of the side characters and talks about her past and her family and all that. And it was incredibly good. I'm super happy that I did that side mission. Because uh, it, it added like a whole different level to the character. It added a whole different level to the game. Uh, the acting was phenomenal in those different cutscenes for it. So I would highly recommend doing as much of the game as possible. Because I really feel like the game rewards you for it. Oh yeah. I've I've done I think maybe one, two side missions. Um, one of them is where I have to go like the 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 smokestacks or whatever they are one of the first side missions i went and did that but honestly while i was doing it i was questioning and i was like is this actually a side mission or is this a main story mission because it's really good there's a lot side mission if this is just a side mission there's a lot to and it was really fun it took me a while to do it's probably a good 30 minutes of Mm -hmm. side questing but it was well worth it and also just like all the different little things that you can find within the side mission as far as equipment and just items and just, you know, I'll see collectibles. Yeah. It's uh very rewarding. So it was, it's, it's been cool. Like I said, I've only played three, four hours, you're 20 hours in, but yeah. I'm enjoying it and I'm, I'm excited and looking forward to, uh, to the rest of the game and what it has to offer. 
and being God of War again, we did we did a podcast over the original God hey, of War, the original. So, and it was that game is a masterpiece as well. Like all of them are amazing, and uh, we'll definitely continue playing the uh, the older God of Wars and uh, maybe do some stuff over it. But uh, Ragnarok is so far, I give it a ten out of ten. Yeah, I mean that's an incredible game. I will say, like the side mission you're at, the smokestack one. It, it kind of reiterates a point too, and it gets better and better with the the story they create in these side missions. But I love the fact that you're doing this, and when you get into the boat, um, and I'm trying not to spoil anything with the side mission, but it's pretty early in the game, so it's not too big of a deal. Um, the one of the characters that you're with, Mamir, he basically kind of created these smokestacks and created for these dwarves to just start working. And what I liked was as soon as you destroyed one, you got into the boat. And he starts talking, and you can hear the guilt in his voice. Mm-hmm. You can hear the guilt that he has about what he's done to this area and this world and creating these workshops and everything for him. And even like when you start doing the side mission, the the game does a really good job of like, hey, you can keep going and doing the main mission. But he even kind of like tries to persuade you. I don't know if you got to that part or not, but I started walking to a side mission and it was something along the lines of like, hey, I, I really appreciate your help in doing this. Like, I feel bad for doing this so long ago. Can you really help me with it? Like, mm-hmm. I would really appreciate you to take care of this for me. And yeah, I it felt like for a side mission, it had so much the game. Uh, like, You know how many games that are out there that are massive that have side missions that I honestly couldn't tell you like what the mission was or why I did the mission? Mm-hmm. And it added nothing to it. I just did it to either A, try to complete the game 100%, or B, trying to gain you know some sort of power-up or ability or equipment or something from it. But Bethesda games, not hating on them, but maybe uh, hating on them. Uh, Bethesda. <laughs> Bethesda. <laughs> what? Yeah. But the fact that like the story and you're like drawn into these characters and the fact that he's like talking about his guilt and talking about why he did it in the past and trying to persuade you and like plead you to do this mission. I mean, that for me alone creates such a story. It and does. like just it, it sucks you into the game, not just as a game, but as like a storyline and as like the characters. And you're seeing a different side of Kratos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like a lot of these side missions are, you know, helping other people with things that they have or problems or whatever. But you're seeing that kind of like, I want to take care of people's side of Kratos. So you don't really see, you saw it a little bit more in uh, God of War 2018, mm-hmm. but I really, and you'll see it more when you get into the game uh, as well and progress, but you just see more and more of it of like, Hey, I, I care about the people that are around me versus, mm-hmm. you know, just I'm God of War. I'm Kratos. Yeah, no, and it's incredible. I mean, it is just the way that they've done that. It just sucks you in. Like, I want to go play the game right now. Like, mm-hmm. For me, no other game has nailed a side mission as much as this game has. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been cool. Like I said, that one time it, it was really cool. Just how yeah, Mamir is kind of like uh, he's he feels guilt, he feels shame in what he's done, and then you know you go and you do the mission, and he starts talking to to Kratos, and Kratos is like actually sympathizing with him, which is weird because you don't like you said, Kratos was very like complete opposite it's still, one, yeah. it's still that gruff grunt like yeah it's still very tough love very still very kratos but you can tell he's he's grown a lot since uh the original games and he's 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 still the same kratos but at the same time he's not he's he's learned to empathize he's 
He knows what it means now to have friendship, to have brotherhood. He calls Mamir, you know, his brother, which is really yeah. cool. Like that's that's a big deal. Um, Absolutely. And honestly, no, Mamir is like one of my favorite characters. Job. Like just in oh, the I love him here. In the 2018, like sometimes it's fun just being in the in the canoe and just going through and listening to Mamir talk because you actually learn a lot about the lore. Yeah. Uh, of the whole Celtic lore and the gods and everything, which is really cool. I, I actually, I'm, I do enjoy like Greek mythology and just mythology in general. I think it's pretty interesting. So kind of hearing the mythology of more of like Thor and these, and these gods, um, it, it's actually really cool. So you kind of get a little history lesson listening yeah. to Mimir and also just the conversation he has with Kratos's son. Cause he's very close to Kratos's son as well. And he helps raise his son. Um, it's just, a really cool dynamic between the three of them and just also the the relationship between Kratos and his son it's uh like how far it's come to with his son getting older and just wanting to understand who he is now that he knows where he comes from mm-hmm. um it it's a really cool experience I'm, I'm like I said I'm I'm excited to see where this is going um that they've so they they're done an incredible job with this guy i can see why it has yeah. so much hype like it is incredible just, there's not anything i can really knock on it at this point mm-hmm. i mean the game's incredible from every facet of it like we said like there's for me like there was one mission that was just a little bit kind of more boring but not even really and it was only like 10 minutes and then it just kicks right back up mm-hmm. so i mean the whole game is just great uh, from an action perspective from a storyline perspective I think the flow of the game is one of the best just story flows ever. Like you were saying, like getting in the boat and there's never a dull point in the game. Like you, you go, you know, you go somewhere, you do a mission, you collect something, you go back into your boat and then there's storylines and there's stuff talking about the area of the world or talking about the mythology. Like you were saying, that's giving you insight on this world that's giving you insight on these characters. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think another really cool thing that it did is they would, they would change the, I don't know if you've seen a lot of it, but they would change dialogue based off of certain areas that you're in and certain missions that you're going to where it'd be different in another mission. Yeah. Like I know it's super vague and I don't want to ruin anything, but there's some, there's a missions you can do later on with other side characters and the dialogue that they have between it is very personable, very different, but just works super well than like if you're with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to ruin anything, so I know that was super vague, but it's it, it's really cool how they did that. And I know I'm harping on the story so much about it on how incredible like the the voice acting and the storyline is, but they just did such a phenomenal job with it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like it's just cr- like the amount of f time and effort that went into that because you know like games and that that makes this very different too. like and you've been kind of you've been definitely touching on it but it's just yeah the dialogue it's it's not repetitive dialogue like you play a game they might say the same thing over and over have the same conversation yeah. but or have you know like a few phrases that they say whatever but not this game this game it's literally like new dialogue throughout the game so exactly. far like it's just i mean it feels like a conversation it yeah feels you're like literally you're just yeah it's literally just a conversation and you're hearing them just talk about life and just their yeah. thoughts that just like just like in real life whenever you're hanging out with people you're just talking um you're talking about your life experience just kind of what your day's been what you've been doing you know just and that's what this game does and it's really cool so 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, this I can't wait to keep playing this game to finish the game, but I it's just incredible. I know we're a year late, but yeah, we had to talk about this game. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll update more once we get into it, maybe in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, both of us have finished it by then, and yep. we can kind of give our final thoughts on what we think. But yeah, man, anything else you've been playing recently, or even since you know the last time we talked? Um, yeah, right before God of War, I finally beat Spider-Man 2. Also, nice. incredible. I would say it's up there as one of my favorite games and also probably my favorite Spider-Man game that I've played so far. It was incredible and um, so many moments of nerding out in that game. It was like, I'm so happy I finally got to play it. Absolutely. It, I was telling you from the day I got it, mm-hmm. you need to pick this game up. You have to play this game. It is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. It is so much fun. Like, I'm usually not someone, and you're not either, someone who'll just go around and do a bunch of the little collect-a-thon stuff and the side quest stuff um, in games. But I found myself just wanting to because mm-hmm. I just wanted to keep swinging. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just a fun game to just kind of, like, space out and play. Yeah. It 100%. was great. I mean, Storyline-wise, phenomenal in that game, too. Mm-hmm. But just such a good game. Oh, yeah. It's it's one of those, if you love Spider-Man, you love, you know, all the Spider-Man villains and just the characters in the world of Spider-Man, it's, pick it up. It's great. It's super cool. The villains are amazing. And just all the nods of, to different things in the Spider-Man world is really cool. I'm trying not to give anything away in the game, um, but it's super, super cool. It was amazing. And, it's one of those I'll definitely play it again, um, just because there's a, I need a hundred one. I need a hundred percent it. I'm really close. I know you so did. Uh, yep. I've got just a few trophies left. I need to figure out how to do one of them. It's gonna be a little tricky, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just Google do a little research and I'll figure it out. But I definitely want a hundred percent the thing. And it's mm-hmm. just what's really just impressive too about that game. It's just the, shows the power of the PlayStation Five. Is just the transition like there's no loading screens like you fast traveled somewhere like instant that's my favorite feature of the game yeah like it's It's such a smooth transition especially when you're switching between miles and peter like it's just a smooth transition it's like no loading it just transits transition straight into them you know into the action and you're just like swinging or whatever it's amazing how it how it does that like i'm just like it blows my mind away at how how that how that works oh, and just yeah. how far we've come with video games like before you have like a minute loading screen but not anymore oh yeah there was literally there's no load time in that game i mean it's just you load into that game and it's pure action pure whatever you want to do the entire time mm-hmm. uh, which is phenomenal another one like you were saying with like all the little nods to different things in the spider-man universe and everything this is one of those i think you'll probably agree to that some of the collectathon stuff is a little monotonous mm-hmm. but i feel like the end rewards for a lot of those missions is really well worth it oh yeah there's some really cool cutscenes and really cool like nods to other stuff that you know could be coming out in the future or mm-hmm. other things in the spider-man universe that they nod to that made the whole thing worth it in my opinion at least oh yeah i i agree there's definitely one uh one cut scene that i i got very excited about i'm sure mm-hmm. You did too. I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not going to exactly say it, one. but uh, whenever I saw it and I 
it finally clicked, I was like, oh crap. I, this is, I need this now. <laughs> oh, I fangirl screamed when. Oh, that yeah, happened, yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, uh, I, cause there's things that we've talked about uh, that were like, well, I'm hoping this, we see this or see this happen yep. in the game. And it, uh, it definitely did. It got mentioned. It got mentioned. Yeah, so. it, it got mentioned. So, uh, I'm very Fingers excited. Crossed. Yeah. So, very excited. Awesome. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's such a good game. Sony mm-hmm. just knocks out of the park when it oh, comes yeah. to just immersive first person like or play one player games mm. uh, they just do such a phenomenal job oh yeah no they knocked it out of the park it's yeah uh, and there's still so much more to come from sony so you know oh yeah tons like they're uh, spider-man 2 was a really fun time it was an easy game to kind of get into the combat was great i mean if you like the first spider-man miles morales all those it's that amped up a bunch of notches it's just mm-hmm. so good it's definitely worth the play oh yeah and just also just uh it, it's cool seeing just the relationship between um peter and miles and just um how they interact and also it has kind of that somewhat like god where you know just different conversations and it's just you really do get attached to the characters and just even the side characters like there's just so much to them um, they all add something I feel to the game, and they they bring their own thing. So it, that was that was really cool too. And I was surprised some of those uh, side missions actually uh, hit me in the feels, which was crazy. Oh, they, they was, not the heartstrings. was not expecting to almost to like want to cry on some of those side missions, but I did. There I was, was like, wow. that, they were deep. They were very deep. Was not expecting it, especially from a Spider-Man game, but they they did it, and it. They did it worked very well, so kudos to them on that. Anyway, any others you've been playing? Uh, so I did that. Um, let's see. I'll say I did Liza Liza P. I was on that. We were both on that game for a while. Yeah. Beat that. that. Finally, yeah, yeah, you beat that. Um, I don't think that's been publicly announced on the podcast. It hasn't so. been publicly announced, uh, but yeah, I did yeah. Liza P. I'm very proud. Um, I'll go back to that game one day um but there's other games oh. that i want to do right now um, i agree yeah that's one of those where i uh, i really wanted to throw my controller across the room but um multiple times multiple times which yeah i'm i'm sure i i know you did too and uh but definitely. we did it absolutely i that's one i'm definitely going to probably revisit whenever the dlc mm-hmm. comes out mm-hmm uh, because they've already announced they're working on DLC. So whenever the DLC comes out, I might do a second playthrough on the new game plus on the game mm-hmm. and then do the DLC after that. But yep. who knows? We'll, we'll see what, what's out and what I've played and haven't played before that point. But Oh, yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, Liza P. Uh, what else have I played? Uh, I played a little Conker's Bad Fur Day just to play oh, something yeah. stupid and mindless, just mindless violence. Oh, so, that's that a good was- game. It's good. I haven't, it hasn't I haven't aged super well, but it's a good game. Oh, it is. Oh, the camera. It is horrible. <laughs> I've died so many times because of the camera, which is oh, part. Then, yeah. the, which that that's just part of the the games around that time. The camera was just horrible. I've yeah, just jumping and trying to land on things. I end up just falling to my death. Um, but so I'm just. Oh man, yeah, I got frustrated just doing that. But fun game. It's hilarious. Definitely not for kids. Or maybe, you know, it's oh, no. whatever. But eh, you know. It depends, but probably not. Yeah, probably not. You yeah, know, it got its mature rating for a reason. 
Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You just can't go wrong. Rare games were incredible games back. They was they had some incredible games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Conquers. That's I think another one. I'm trying to think what else did I play after Eliza? Eliza P. Uh, Conquers Bad Fur Day. Spider Man. God of War. I still haven't beat Zelda yet. That'll happen yeah. one day. That'll happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of the main things I've played. What about you? Man, a lot of the same games. Um, I played Spider-Man 2 as soon as it came out. 100% in Platinum that, which is a phenomenal game. Uh, Liza P. Uh, kind of over the Christmas time. I haven't finished it yet because I had some glitching on my PC, unfortunately, with the save uh, data. But it was an indie game called Cookie Cutter. And I think I told you a little bit about it, but it is a really cool game. Great art style, um, kind of like edgy, steampunky vibes. Uh, You play as this android that's basically trying to go after the people that created her. Uh, It's a Metroidvania style game, but it's a lot of fun. It's over the top. It's quirky. It's crazy. It's edgy. I mean, it's been a lot of fun to play, but then my save data had some issues and Steam was being weird and I need to go back to it and fix that and figure that all out. But I got about 10 hours into the game or so, but that one, hopefully all that will figure itself out because I want to finish that game. That one's been a ton of fun. Um, So that one uh, I did start and I'm probably going to go back to it, but I got frustrated was I did start Sekiro. Shadows died twice. And that is a freakishly difficult game. Yeah, I watched you play it whenever uh, I was visiting you over... uh... Oh, Christmas, New Year. Yeah, during New Year's, yeah. Yeah, you died a lot. (laughs) It is freakishly hard. And you saw me die on a mini boss. Mm -hmm. And I thought Liza P mini bosses were rough. Sekiro's are absolutely brutal. And I'm only on like the second, uh, probably third main boss of the game. And they have been insanely difficult. Like the second boss I faced, I probably died. I don't know. 70 80 times mm-hmm. that is it, it is just it's, I would it's an amazing it. game it, it's an incredible game but it is just so like parry based and so aggressive based mm-hmm. that it, it makes it difficult if you're one that wants to just do a couple whacks and then run away and then wait for an attack and then do a couple more whacks and run away the game is not set up for that and you're gonna fail Mm-hmm. So you have to be aggressive, but your parrying has to be on point too. So it's very like, you got to learn the rhythm of the bosses. You have to be very alert. It's an incredible game, but you definitely have to be in the mood for that game and have to be focused on that game. Mm-hmm. But playing through that, I'm going to pick that one back up probably after be God of War, maybe a couple others uh, and get through Sekiro. But I mean, it's incredible. It's just <laughs> extremely difficult. Oh, yeah. I'll definitely play that game one day. I'm probably going to wait a little bit um, because I I know if if you're having trouble, I'm definitely going to have trouble playing that game. Um, It is, you know. Yeah, it's it's fun. Like it's it's the same thing with like any of the Souls like games where Mm -hmm. you're you're having a huge struggle with a boss. Once you finally beat that boss or figure him out. I mean, it's a super rewarding feeling. But the the range of emotion you go through to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Is just it wears on you a little bit, so oh, yeah. you definitely have to be in the mood for those type of games too. But, um, but that's one I'm definitely going to get back into. 
another one, same thing I need to get back into is Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Oh, yeah, uh, I need to get back start playing that. that one too. Um, I'm about a quarter of the way through the main game, I believe. Uh, and that's that's an awesome game too. I mean, that is super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, still Souls like, um, style game, great combat. I feel like the parrying is definitely easier to parry mm-hmm. than like Liza P. Liza P was extremely difficult to parry, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. But... Uh, yeah, that parry window <laughs> is just like barely existent. It's crazy <laughs> tight. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy tight, but yeah, it's not as bad. But yeah, that's another game I need to get back into as Wulong. But other than that, God of War has been kind of the main one I've been getting into recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, picked up a bunch of stuff during the winter Steam sale that I'm going to play at some point in my life. Yeah. Eventually, hopefully. But. Uh, yeah, that's kind of about it, man. But kind of want to talk about since it, it's been a while since we've done a podcast, it's a little bit later in January, but we definitely want to talk about kind of our favorite things in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I know a bunch of people have talked about it and we've talked about it before on just how incredible 2023 was. Oh, for gaming. amazing! I mean, some of the greatest games have come out in 2023. Uh, it's just it was. A star-studded year. I'm going to be playing games on my backlog from this year for the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, this year was just absolutely insane. But uh, mm-hmm. I kind of want to hear kind of what was your favorite game you played this year that came out in 2023, but also what was your favorite game you played that maybe didn't come out, if it is different, in 2023? That, that didn't come out? Just come out uh, whenever? Yeah, so what's your favorite game that came out last year in 2023, but also what was your favorite game that you played last year, if there is one that did not come out in 2023. So 2022 or sooner or in the past. Yeah. Um, let's see right now. I would say, um, game that came out 2023. I'd say right now, still, uh, Liza P right now is, was, is my 2023. It's just, it was basically my first, um, time to play a, a Souls-like game, and it just changed my life. It opened up. It's now opened up so many doors. Like, I didn't realize I would love that style of gaming as much as I do, mm-hmm. but I, I do. It's just, it's challenging. It's rewarding. It's frustrating, but it's just, it, feel, it feels so good to just, like, beat, you know, the, just one, the story is incredible. The music's incredible, um, but just the enemies and just the unique, style on how all the enemies fight and just the mini bosses the bosses it was incredible it's such an immersive game and such a cool take on the story of pinocchio and mm-hmm. just from this little studio that basically came out of nowhere they they rocked it and they they get my me that's my my personal game of the year is uh is lies of p for 2023 um trying to think game that came out not in 2023 that I've played. Um, oh man. Uh, you don't have to have one if it if it's different. Oh, sure. But if it's the same thing, then I mean. Oh, I forgot one game that I played that came out in 2022, and I completely forgot I played, but I actually really enjoyed it. I don't remember. I think it was 2022, and I played it. But yeah. I still really enjoyed it. Was Tiny Tina's Wonderland? That was actually a oh, lot yeah. of fun. That was a yeah. I, you love that game. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. It was if you like Borderlands, 
Um, he just like really funny humor. It's mm-hmm. it's a great game. So uh, yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. I need to actually go back and play through it. I think there's probably some new stuff on there that I haven't touched yet. So um, yeah, that's I'd say that May for 2022. Also, I I can't really remember everything from 2022, but uh, oh, I know. Yeah, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That's that's the one that popped into my head. So we'll go there Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Awesome. Yeah, that I've heard great things about it. I know you've been talking like crazy about it. I just. It's not on my list, unfortunately, right now. So, yeah, and it's okay. There's, there's, there's so many other games that you can, you know, put that game on hold. So, it's oh, all. Yeah. What about you? Same question. Okay, so copycat a little, but for me, it was Liza P. That's still my favorite game of 2023. Um, now we've played. I've played most of the big games that came out that year. I didn't play Baldur's Gate. Actually, it was a weird one. I tried to play it for about two hours, and I didn't like it, so I returned it. Baldur's Gate, for me, just it's it's not my style of game. It's probably an incredible game. The story is probably amazing. It, I mean, it deserves every award it probably got. It's just it's just not for me. So uh, that that's not on my list for it. But yeah, Liza P was just a phenomenal game. I won't go too much into it because you already said it, and we've talked a whole episode about Liza yep. P, but I just think they nailed everything from gameplay to progression to music to storyline to world development. Uh, I mean, it felt as close to a From Software game as anybody else has done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just absolutely loved it. Like, it was the one of the more... I, I don't put a ton of time in the games, like the same game, because I want to play so many different ones. I'm not one to 100% games as much unless I really like a game. Mm-hmm. That's why I do want to go back to that game and try to get more stuff. But the, I mean, the 50 plus hours I put into it did not feel like that. I just yeah. love that game. No matter how punishing it was, that was definitely my favorite game that came out last year in 2023 of that year. Now, game that I played that didn't come out in 2023, so 2022 or before, would be Bloodborne when I played Bloodborne this year. And I think it was the same thing that you were saying with Liza P that it opened up like a whole world for you. And for me, that was the same thing with Bloodborne. Like going through that, I did 100% platinum on that one. We've talked about that before in the podcast too. It just opened up a whole new world of these style of games, these FromSoft games, these Souls-like games, these action RPG style games. And I think that's why I got so hyped up for Liza P. And I think I got you hyped up for it too. And I think it turned you into someone who really likes these games now too. Oh yeah, 100%. And I, I, for me, I credit that all to Bloodborne. And I know I'm late on the party with it, but that game, I still think about that game and still think about stuff that I just loved about the game. It's just so incredible. Uh, it would be one I'd probably play again at some point. Uh, I would love if they did a remaster uh, of it because I would definitely play it again that way. But for me, that would have to be my non-last year, non-game that came out last year, game of the year. Yeah. That I played. But yeah, that, it it was the same thing, like how Liza P just opened that whole world up for mm-hmm. you. Now I just want to, that's why I'm getting into like Sekiro's and Wulong's and eventually Neo 2s, and uh, some of the games that we're going to talk about a little bit later uh, that I'm excited for for 2024 that kind of follow that same path. It's just, they're punishing. They make you question why you're playing those games sometimes. Yeah, 
Yeah. But the story is incredible. If they do a credible story, incredible world, and satisfying combat, mm-hmm. and just that rush you get when you beat that boss you've been stuck on for hours, and you keep dying to, and you finally stick your sword at him and kill him, I mean, that rush is just unparalleled in the video game world, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, also, while you're talking, I'm just kind of looking through the list of games that came out in 2023, just because there's so many, I keep on Oof. forgetting all the different games that came out. It's incredible. Yeah, so it's insanely. Yeah. Yeah, I keep it on forgetting insane. Hogwarts. I keep on forgetting Hogwarts Legacy came out 2023, but yeah, it came out uh, in January. Yeah, yeah, January. Yeah, early 2023. Mm-hmm. That that was that was a game too. That was a lot of fun. I I really enjoyed that game. Um, I certainly played that one. Yeah, it's it's great. If you like Harry Potter, and it um just it's a very fun, immersive, immersive game. If if you're into you know the Harry Potter, they did amazing, amazing job. The Old Harry Potter games, you know, the like the original one is a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of bad ones that came out too, but there's some great Harry Potter games too, like old ones that came out back in the day. But oh yeah, yep. but Hogwarts Legacy was is is really it was it was a lot of fun, and obviously Zelda that would probably be a a runner up for me as well. Um, Spider Man too, and uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Spider Man two would be my second one. Mm-hmm. I remember, hey, Resident Evil Four remake came out too. Oh yeah, Resident Evil Four. That was. Fun. I need to go back and play all the the bonus content that's on there. Mm-hmm. The DLC that, that came out. DLC, yeah. yeah. So uh, Metroid Prime Remaster came out last year too. Mm-hmm. Oh yep, yep. I got that. Yep. I've not beat it. Um, I beat the original <laughs> ones, but not the not yeah. the remake. Uh, that's okay. You got that. Uh, what else can I, uh, Long, I will say this year was an insane year for indie games, too. Mm-hmm. Like, there were so many indie games that came out that I've got downloaded that I'm waiting to play. Um, but there was, I mean, some insane ones like Dave's a Diver. Oh, yeah, I still need uh, to play that game. World by Storm. Uh, my wife finally beat it, and yeah. she loved that game just because it's a little bit of everything. Like, she's not a huge gamer either, but it's like, it's exploration, there's combat, there's bosses, there's a restaurant sim, there's a crazy storyline, there's cinematics. I mean, it's just all the cool bits of games that we love smashed into one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she loved that game. Uh, there's a couple, Cookie Cutter came out really late in December, but it was technically 23. Um, that one kind of came out of nowhere, and I've been really enjoying that one. Um, another one I have downloaded, I need to play. I heard it's kind of a cool chill game called Dredge. Um, it's basically like a boating game where there's different storylines and different collecting and progression and stuff there. Uh, but I hear that one's super cool. Uh, but I mean, there's some incredible games that came out indie wise too. I mean, the indie studios are getting insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the games that they're coming out with are so much fun and they're getting better and better every year with these little indie studios. Oh yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, I look forward to seeing what else comes out indie wise in the next, you know, year or two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, indie studios. It's incredible. I remember when indie studios just kind of started hearing about. Them. I think it was maybe college time frame. Is I think when I really started noticing indie studio games kind of slowly coming out. There really wasn't a lot of them, but a few. And now well, just... that's when Xbox really started because they started with the oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but Xbox 360 in that era really pushed like the indie developers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's we got a lot of these indie games like Braid, uh, Scott Pilgrim Saves the World, 
stuff like that that came into limelight and then playstation started to kind of jump on that trend too Mm -hmm. Uh, but i feel like the progression then really shot off into games but the last few years i mean there's people's games of the year that are indie games at this point the fact that you now have an indie award show is yeah like that used to not be a thing but now it's just there's a award show for indie games and Mm -hmm. they they deserve it because they come out with incredible games sometimes their games are way better than just like your big mainstream like absolutely studios it's just they're little studios and they're giving it all they got because they're trying to come out with some incredible games and then you know the some of the best like liza p they know yeah I who they were small studio. small studio now look at them they've set themselves yeah. up for success oh so, yeah it's just like you, you never know what yep. what what's uh what the next big game is going to be it could come from just a little small little indie studio and I think that's fine because I mean, you get a lot of these places or people that go to these big, you know, companies um, that make games. And I mean, a lot of their games are great or they're just pushing stuff every year, whatever. But you get these people that just are so creative and so talented that just create their own studio with a couple of their friends, a couple of their employees, whatever, and create these amazing games. And I, f- you can feel more of that passion with it, mm-hmm. with those games where they're putting everything into it because they're not being creatively restricted. Yeah. They're making the game that they really want to make. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what I like. Cause they're just, they're fun. They're not these big triple a 80 hour, you know, whatever. They're just fun. And you can yeah. tell what the developer and what the few people that are on these teams really meant to do with these games. Oh yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, I love them cause those are kind of like a lot of time. They're little bite-sized games. I can pick it up on my, steam deck or whatever and play 30 minutes an hour um, yeah while i'm going to sleep or whatever and put some time into a game but they're just they're fun and i catch myself you know staying up way too late and playing them for four or five hours oh yeah it, it happens. that problem yeah. but they're they're phenomenal games and i can't wait to see what uh indie games come out this year and the rest of the indie games i've missed the last few years that i need to replay but yeah and i, I definitely was gonna say just what what's also just fun and cool about indie games is they're not the longest games in the world so it, they're great to just you know just 30 minutes an hour or something you can just okay. knock it out but they're just they're just really fun fun games to play and like i said they don't they're not you know huge games that it takes forever and you have to like super focus and things like that you can just play casually and and have and have a great time so absolutely now we're gonna go to 2024 real quick but the last thing i want to mention in 2023 and it's a weird one so bear with me but we came back to the bad licensed video game Mm -hmm. it's been dormant for so long it sounds weird but you have games like king kong you have games like (laughs) the walking dead Gollum that came out that are just not good at all like those games wouldn't even pass in the PS3 era of gaming, yeah, but it's it's kind of like I don't know a weird nostalgic boost of like oh there's the bad licensed games again like we haven't seen those in such a long time and they're here whether you yeah. like them or not they're back um in console form and not just mobile form but yeah I thought it was a funny thing with 2023 like having some just as some of the best games ever to come out and especially in one year. I mean, just a phenomenal year. But then you have just a licensed, bad licensed video game come back in the same year. It's just kind of like the cherry on top for me, at least. Oh, yeah. You, you got to have those really horrible, bad, like, mm-hmm. horrible badly licensed. Yeah. 
Um, I completely forgot about Gollum and King Kong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one wasn't very well received. Yeah, because I remember hearing about Gollum supposed to be amazing or whatever. I don't even know. I heard. <laughs> but yeah, uh, then I saw a gameplay and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, this that's, is that's horrible. <laughs> but hey, you never know yep. that it, sometimes those games develop a cult following and then years later. Who knows? They might be those games that are worth like two, three hundred dollars in the future, even though they're horrible. You never know. There's... You see it. Unfortunately, you see it all the time. So it's yeah. possible. It's possible. Oh, I forgot. What's that one game that you got during Thanksgiving? It's kind of like a, a shooter. Oh, Once a Dead. Yeah, yeah. I need to keep playing through that. It's it's kind of hard because the controls aren't great. And it definitely made a lot of people's worst games of the year. Mm-hmm. But it kind of goes back to the like the 360 PS3 era of just like the crazy over the top action games. I know you you really I from you and you enjoy those games. You play those you know yeah from like, oh yeah. I yeah, mean I just like I, I literally this year yeah have on my shelf to play this year uh, games like Wet like Stranglehold that were just these over the top kind of cinematic action games. So I do like that style and it's actually a fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, but the combat's definitely a little bit more difficult than it should be just because of how they built the game mm-hmm. uh, versus just a difficulty spike in it. So that that's kind of hard to get past. But other than that, it's just I mean, I, I don't think it deserved the threes and fours that it got. Um, maybe a five or a six. But I, I mean, I it's fun yep. when I'm not getting destroyed by, you know, enemies that shouldn't be destroying me because my parrying doesn't work correctly. But, you know. It happens. Oh yeah, we got the day before. Is that? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Is that the game that IGN gave a one? Yeah, the day before <laughs> is the game that had this massive promise of being this amazing, super big scope, like MMORPG style game, and came out. And I think everyone gave it a one. It was basically unplayable. And then that weekend, they ended up closing the studio down. That is just and now the servers as of I think as of we're recording today the servers have been officially shut down. That is that is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, because didn't you tell me too that people working on the game weren't even getting paid, right? They were just working for free. Pretty much, like apparently, like they were struggling for the longest time, uh, just because they made this game that was just such a large scope that they couldn't achieve, and it's been pushed many many times. Uh, it's been like the date's been pushed and pushed and pushed and finally came out and was just unplayable from what I've heard. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so bad that a studio had to close a couple days later and then the server shut down in less than a month. It's sad whenever uh, IGN gives a Superman 64 a higher rating than mm-hmm. the day. Well, Super Superman 64 was playable. Yeah, it was playable. Yeah. This game you couldn't even play. Yeah, because Superman, I think they gave it a three maybe but not a one yeah three. no yeah so so playable just terrible so 2023 what we're trying to say is a very memorable year lots of great games and then uh hot garbage pretty much which makes the perfect video game year in my opinion oh yeah i wonder that it reminds me of just being in college high school just whenever you had all these incredible games coming out, like on the 360 and mm-hmm. 
and play like it's yeah it just reminded me of being back in college for sure and just like having being excited for all these games except now I actually have money that I can actually buy the games unlike in college where oh, I was yeah. broke so what you did you just if you couldn't buy it, you just waited uh and went to Hastings or oh yeah forever and rented rented the game ah that was the days you could do that but yeah you know things move on but but we shouldn't live in the past too much. Let's yeah. let's look at the future a little yeah, bit. Future. Let's let's see. What are? Give me a couple games that you're looking forward to for 2024. Um, one that popped in my head just because I love them. I I am looking forward to the new South Park video game Snow Day. I yeah. think it'll be a fun okay. game. Um, they've always knocked it out of the park with with South Park. <laughs> no yeah. pun intended. Nah. Uh, uh, um, uh, so South Park, um, what else? Uh, not Suicide Squad. I'm actually, uh, uh, that's, uh I was excited that's for it, but not anymore. So, uh, I, I'm, I'll still I'm hoping that it ends up being okay at least where I pick it up when it's a discounted game, but everything and, I mean, a bunch of places have already started playing the pre-alphas and stuff like that, and I've heard it's just a money grab live service game. Unfortunately, I heard the storyline's kind of cool. Yeah, um, might be worth playing for the storyline, but I heard the combat's just kind of not very inventive. Yeah, uh, which is really disappointing because I mean the Arkham games were incredible. I know yeah. a lot of people were had high hopes for this game because Rocksteady was doing it, but mm-hmm. maybe it'll, maybe it'll surprise us. Who knows? Maybe we'll we'll see what happens. Um. So, but yeah, South Park. One game that I just saw the trailer that I'm actually curious, and I hope it's good. But the new Indiana Jones game, I'm actually um curious about that one. So I'm kind of looking forward to Indiana Jones to see what what that's going to be like. So I don't know when that comes out, but it'll come out sometime. I, I love the gameplay trailer. The game. Yeah, it looks great, and I, I love person works yeah. well. Yeah, and Indiana Jones. Great movies, the 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 old ones, great. I, they're fun movies, um, you know. So, uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I've just got 2023 games stuck in my head. Oh, so I know. I'll let you think of uh, what you're looking forward to, and if anything else pops up, I'll I'll let you know. But right now, yeah, I've just got 2023 <laughs> games stuck in my head. <laughs> I've got two, and they're both actually Souls like games. So bear with me. Um. But one of them is coming out in August, and that's Black Myth Wukong. Uh, and I think I've told you about that one. That's the one with like the Chinese lore and everything with it. Yes, yes. That yes. one looks absolutely oh, yeah. incredible. I saw the trailer for you after he told me, and it yeah, amazing. Yes. So that one I'm 1,000% excited for. That one comes out in August. But before that, I'm excited for this one because the Team Ninja game who did like the Neo games. Uh, Rise of the Ronin, which I think is supposed to be a PS5 exclusive right now. Uh, but that's another like Japanese samurai Souls-like style game. And that one looks really, really good. And with Team Ninja doing it, they do usually a phenomenal job with that mm-hmm. style. So I have nothing but high hopes for that game. Uh, but as of right now, games that have a date that I'm thinking of, those are probably my two biggest, Black Men, Wukong, uh, and Rise of the Ronin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think 2024 is going to have some some great games. I don't it, I don't think it'll be 2023, definitely. but there's definitely going to be some great games. One I don't know if it comes out. I don't think it comes out this year, but uh you, you showed me, told me about it, and I looked it up and it's the Sega game remasters. Yes. 
I'm very excited about that. Um, I don't know if that's going to be this year or not. Yeah, yeah, they haven't. They showed year, some little yeah. like trailers, but yeah, no release dates. Yeah, I don't or think anything. it'll be this year, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. That'll be yeah. fun because also the, the Sega technically was like Genesis was my first console that I officially had. Um, so that kind of you can't go wrong. There's some great Sega games back in the day. Absolutely, yeah. That was a that was a really cool one at the Game Awards that I was mm-hmm. very hyped for because the little snippets they played looked really good. Yeah, uh, and I was a huge Crazy Taxi fan back when yep. it came out. So seeing that and like full HD, like great graphics, I was like, okay, yeah, I can get behind that. So, oh yeah, yeah, that one was super cool, definitely. Uh, but unfortunately, no release date yet on it's any okay. of those. So hope I hope we get one or two of them this year. That'd be freaking awesome. But mm-hmm. hold my breath on that. Yeah, but right. man, 2023 was an incredible year. Um, gaming wise, 2024 has a lot to live up to, uh, but super excited for it. There's already some great games on the list for it, but probably more going to be announced throughout the year. Uh, so we'll definitely be playing and talking about those throughout the year um, mm-hmm. on the podcast. Definitely happy to be back in the podcast oh, yeah. as well. It's great to uh, be in 2024. Back. It's going to be a great year for it. So, uh, man, I think that's good, but. Do you have anything else before we kind of sign off? Uh, I do not. It's just uh, great to be back doing the podcast. Uh, Missed it. Looking forward to gaming in 2024. It's going to be fun. And yeah, just uh, keep on listening. We've got, we'll have some new stuff coming out here soon. So yeah, great to be back. That's all I've got. Awesome. Well, perfect. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. Um, Happy New Year. I know it's a little late, but definitely happy New Year from from my gaming to you. Uh, we definitely appreciate y'all listening uh, and coming back to us after the little bit of hiatus that we had, but we're definitely going to try harder to have a, a podcast as close to it every single week as possible. So uh, definitely stay with us. We're definitely excited too. We definitely have some great ideas. Uh, we love doing this. So thank y'all so much for listening until next time. Peace out and game on. Peace.